Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to Footwork. Welcome back, boys. It's uh, it's a good time to be a footy fan. It's a good time to be a USA fan. It's a good time to be back with the boys. Um, we we told our, ourselves that we'd have an emergency podcast if the U.S. won against England. Um, the writings were on the wall. Um, Wags, you're muted, just so you know. And um, yeah, it didn't it didn't happen. But I think we can go through a nice group wrap up of what happened. Give USA a grade. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, just to give a few words myself, you know, I think Greg gets a lot of stick and Wags will come on to give him even more stick. Um, I think he's gotten a lot of the plans, right? I don't think his plan B's have been good. I think his subs have been actually very poor and his timing of his subs, but I think the U S went toe to toe with England. I think we outplayed them for a majority of that time. I think we are disciplined for how young we are, especially in defense. Tyler Adams is going to have a huge move in the next year, year and a half. And I mean, other people just impressing me. Musa Dest has had a great tournament. Matt Turner scares me every time he's on the ball, but he's done quite well. Clean sheets and only let in a penalty. So overall, I'm very happy with the group. It was a tough group regardless. And to get five points and to get out of it in second place, I think, is a success. Don't yeah, speak at once. I, I mean, I'll, I'll follow that up. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you said it yourself. But, uh, yeah, it was a pleasant pleasant surprise against England, right? The first match, you saw one half. Wow, they can actually play. Second half against Wales, they weren't great. Then against England, they were probably dominant for the whole game, most of the game. Yeah. So then it was like, all right, this wasn't a one-off. And then they show up against Iran. Should have killed the game on the first half. They didn't. Gets interesting at the end. I was nervous, to be honest. Every free kick and every cross looked like it was going in from Iran. But they did it. And now, uh, I think maybe the question... It was never a question of the quality of players. They always had good players. It was, can they put it together as a team? Mm-hmm. And now they've shown it for three games. So I'm excited, not for this World Cup, but also next World Cup. I mean, I don't want to look too far ahead, but... The second youngest team. Can we youngest can, can, can we get next team? World Cup? Can we get to the final, a semifinal? I mean, it doesn't seem so far off. American optimism. I mean, Jack, we'll what see. did you think we'll about see. it? Yeah, I mean, I think you, I think you said it correctly. I think against England, we we took it to them. I mean, in all honesty, they, uh, you could tell later on. I think it was what like the 60th or something like that. You could tell England was actually kind of scared when you take out Jude and you put in Hendo. Like they went and played defensive. Yeah, yeah, they were getting nervous. Like, yeah. Like they were getting nervous. And like it's for that game, you would have thought that England would have said, Hey, we're big brother. We're gonna go at you. Right. In a mm-hmm. sense. And they didn't. And um, like you said, fantastic. Tyler Adams, I think they said yesterday in three games, he's ran twenty four miles. The guy's insane. He's a freak. <laughs> like it's insane what he's doing, and he'll be ready to go against the Dutch. And I think it's fantastic. I think the boys are Eight. playing fine, but again, any any game from here on out, it's going to be a struggle. I mean, you're playing – I think our path, if you got to a semi, I think it's like Dutch, Argentina, Brazil, if that pans out. Not not easy. 
No, that's that's yeah. a tough one. Eight <laughs> miles, eight miles a game is insane. It's nuts. But I know, I know. Wagsy has a lot of uh, conflicting feelings about the U.S. men's national team, so I'm I'm excited no, to hear what I you prepared. I, mean, I, think, I think they did a job. I think if, if the sketch, so you would have a more optimistic outlook if you, well, maybe. I think it was good that Iran was the last game because we were together, right? If Iran was the first game, or Iran, sorry, we could be in a lot of trouble. If if we showed up Iran and, and tied, how much danger are we really in after the first game? So I think the schedule actually worked out lovely because what if England was a must win? If we, if we were at the death with Wales, like last game, and Wales also had to win to get in, uh, maybe, but Wales pretty worn down. But no, I think it's praise for Verhalter's A, like you said. I agree with that. Praise, praise for Plan A. Plan B was elementary, and Iran won't make you pay for that, but Netherlands will. So, I guess. We'll yeah, no, that's a good. Point. That's a good. That's um, a very good point. And I think out of the, I saw it. I didn't. It was the only said I didn't follow up on the out of the teams that qualified for the round of sixteen. Netherlands is the second lowest XG out of all the teams besides us. It's just Australia. That's and then what I'm it's saying. Netherlands. They scored. So, like, it's not American optimism. It's yeah. just straight up the way the XG is. I mean, and if you if you look at the odds, <laughs> like, no, I mean, we originally before the tournament, you could see that path and you were like, oh, USA, get to Netherlands. Netherlands will be, you know, minus 250. For those that don't know, that's over a goal favorite, like, to win mm. the game. Mm. And now, right now, it's basically what you would see as a normal home and away odds. Like Netherlands is favored to win, but just by a hair. It's not, it's not a huge thing. So there's that. Like, I think it's totally possible to move on and it's not like a hold Greg at the sword thing. I just, I think the players can win. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, before, before we get into the Dutch game, I just want a quick, Letter grade for the USA. What do you give them in their group? We'll start with Jack. He's nervous. Oh God, here we go. Um, <laughs> I'll give him a solid. Standard. I'll give him a solid B. Okay. A B. Okay. No, no Sean? plus, no minus. I'm giving it going B plus. I'm going B plus as well. Um, Jackie boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I give- I can't put Greg on the Dean's list, so like I need to peg it down. I, I I'll go B. What it is would, Dean's list? I thought Dean's list was only A and up. It was a three five and up. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> which, you know, I got a three five one every semester. Never but seen it. I I got to give him a B, and it's not a pretty B. It's a B that you do extra credit for at the end of the semester. Um, and that's a couple people. Only- a couple of people carried yeah. the group project. The only reason is because Gio Reyna's sitting in the corner on his cell phone and Greg doesn't care at all. Like he's But just... let me let me also ask you this then, because I'll just say Gio Reyna doesn't make it into my starting eleven for this team. I think his starting eleven that he played against uh Iran is our best starting eleven. I think in it's my a opinion. To say I think Gio Reyna can come off would be coming off the bench in every single game for me, but he wouldn't start if I'm putting the line out. And who was fantastic against Iran? Josh Sargent, eight point five. <laughs> Put it out there because we, you guys, <laughs> bashed me from the game before. No, because I just want to go about these grades and everything. Yeah. yeah. Last time fair. I got, it I got good. absolutely hammered on for the seven point five. 
He, he was good, but I, he was... I still agree with Sean. He's got to get in between the posts a bit more. He does. He's great yes. in link-up play and build-up play. He held up well. He's, he's got to get in between the posts more. He's never there. No, he's got to do uh, that more. 8. But 5. does, does Gio Reyna get into your into your starting 11, Wags? So do you take Tim Weah over Gio Reyna? I do, yes. because I think Tim yes. Weah... I do, I do, too, but that's like that's what normal fans won't admit of, like... And it's not necessarily that I think Tim Way is better. It's not that I think Tim Way is better than Gio Reyna. I think Gio Reyna is an amazing talent. I think in this team right now, especially coming with form and, you know, I think he's better to come in at the 60th, 65th minute, in my opinion. Also, just the way they're playing. Like they have a, they do have a style of play that's very clear. And Wea fits that mold better because Pulisic likes to come into the pocket. Gio Reyna likes to do the same thing. But with yeah. Pulisic on one side and Way on the other, that's much more direct. I mean, how they scored the goal against uh, against Wales. Exactly. Urena maybe makes this run, but he also likes to come a little deeper and get the ball. The same thing Pulisic does. It's so just I, tough because Moose is so good. And that's Reyna's right? That's where... I mean, Reyna, is he really like a 10 in a in a 4-3-3? Is he, an, is he an 8? Not really. No. He's kind yeah. of a left mid... Or left wing, He's a winger. CAM that comes in that kind of. Aronson's been coming on more as the. That's the thing. Ten eight. Because I think Aronson in a four three three, especially when you kind of want to strengthen the defense a little bit. If you're taking Weston off and you're putting Reyna in, that's completely different. I think Aronson can provide that cover just based on work rate. Aronson runs, runs. Yeah. All that's yeah. what I'm saying. I would also bring him in in that 4-3-3 if when Weston had to come out because of the injuries. Like I would do the same thing. But Reyna needs to come on earlier, in my opinion. You know what? All- I'm giving him a B minus because Shaq Moore has played and Joe Scally hasn't. Never mind. It's a B minus. Because I can I can die on that hill. Shaq Moore is I'm, I'm in agreement with that. He yeah. honestly he, he shouldn't be on the field. I don't know Shaq how he Moore got was a weird one. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't watch the MLS. I don't know how he plays the MLS, but every time he comes on, he's by far the worst player on the field, and it's so apparent. Dude, the, I don't know. I Again, maybe you can screen grab it and, and <laughs> the clip, but it might have been 86th or 7th. What, at whatever point Walker Zimmerman won the three headers away, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Point yeah. That was. Within that minute, somewhere there, I think it was Haji – and Aronson like force a loose touch and it rolls mm. to Shaq Moore <laughs> and he's like wide open like there's no one around and the guy just like kicks the ball 20 yards like a like a youth soccer player like he just like kicked it 20 yards that's all it was nothing the else nerves. the nerve got did, to him he barely cleared half like that's yeah. it yeah <laughs> poor Shaq Moore I know that's a poor one um <laughs> Let's keep this train of moving, though. I think let's go on to the Dutch. Like, Wags has already kind of given us the preview. The XG is not so Batman high in the Netherlands. Their, their back five is crazy, especially the back three when you focus in Van Dijk, De Litt, and Ache. With our uh, two goals in three games, I don't know what our XG is, Wags, but uh, against that defense, okay. I think that's going to be the toughest thing is, to, is going to – be finding that goal but i think against the dutch i don't know one of the commentators spoke about it is like they're they've been a little lazy in like building out from the back like very sloppy and we can just get them on a counter Mm -hmm. so 
Like so the their weakness hurts, is kind of our strength. Yeah. What hurts them too is their goalkeeping isn't like Iran or, well, I can't even say like Wales, like because Wayne Hennessy, but like their goalkeeping, if you watch some of the Dutch games, like he is in a sense like a little nervy in the back. And mm. there's been times like a ball's been hit to him and it just hits off his chest. And then he's got to like dive twice to go get the ball. It's like, all right, maybe we have to get one of those goals, right? Just an ugly goal. But hey, you know. we're going to have to scrap one. We're going to have to exactly. someone. Yeah. If Josh is fit, he's going to have to scrap a goal. Just something ugly. Get on the end of it. Get a mm-hmm. toe on it. Or a classic AA Ron goal where he yeah. just falls into the net. Just falls into the net. Yeah. Just or falls, just like yeah. Hits his from a press. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hits his knee and he's like doing somersaults into the net. Yeah, that's that's what it'll be need. interesting to see if Walker or uh Vickers plays. Walker plays for sure. You think Walker is in I wasn't play? honestly I wasn't convinced by uh I wasn't Vickers. convinced by Vickers either. I, I, I think, think Walker they, comes back. I mean he's a Brian, he's a thick, he's a thick boy, but no. <laughs> I think that Greg's gonna have a panic attack and we're coming out in five backs. But if we were to stay the same, I think that it's Walker. I don't, I don't think we go out in a five back though. We should change anything. Listen, listen, I, I, I think he's not going to change shit. Really think all you want. Have, did you see those tree trunks? Cameron Carter Vickers. He's not turning around four days after chasing Iran around for 90, 99 minutes. It's yeah, Zimmerman. Right. Those it thick legs are not healthy yet. But, I think Zimmerman comes in, especially because of the aerial so, uh, so presence other, of Van Dyke, of Ake, of DeLitt on set pieces. I think that's he's going to be important in that. So other than against Qatar, which frankly shouldn't count. Didn't even see that game, to be honest. For Netherlands, right? So it's Ecuador and what is it, Senegal? Senegal. 0.72 XG is is the number I've I've found, right? They had 0.07 XG against Ecuador in that second half. Like, they didn't even play the game. And then USA is somewhere hovering above above almost to three through three games. Yeah. So, And if you take out Cody Gakpo, the Dutch have not. We've watched every game. Um, we've been trying to – they got some, some tasty players. But, you've, been sc- you've been scouting for the pod? Good man. Yeah, but it's just Gakpo. They don't create a lot. Dumfries is yeah. very – you can handle Dumfries out there. It, Dumfries plays as a right wing. Yeah, um, Robinson's got I think, him. I think they'd, be an, they'd be an interesting team to watch their, their their film and actually try to scout to beat them because I think it's beatable. I mean, who is it? Clausen, Berghaus, and like Gravenberch is Gravenberch isn't there. Who, who do you take in our midfield? The, we have the speed over Frankie, Davi Clausen, and Kopenmeyers or whoever it is. It'll be interesting to see if we could put the clamps on on Frankie though. Like that's a matchup I'm really excited to see. Is like Frankie's the best Adams player. trying to shut down the midfield. Like I'm very excited for that. Frankie's well, the best player in the field. But other than that, it's it's a beatable team. That kind of goes to my question because I my my question would be what's your guys' favorite matchup? And when I say matchup, I'm saying like I think the best matchup that's gonna be on the field is watching Jedi go against uh doom freeze the whole game because they're mm-hmm. both going to work yeah. and they're both going to be like strong like trying to like take each other off the ball it's going to be fantastic That's, you're going to see a different you're going to see a different doom freeze because he is yeah, not had through three games and like jedi and like jedi you know likes to you know play physical and I think doom is a rock those two are going to just go at it i think it's going to be awesome so what do you, do you guys have like any other ones that you think that's a are, great like, question that's a great my question match. I would agree. I mean, that's with, mine, I but would agree with Jedi and Doomfreeze. Um, 
I don't I think Gakpo playing off that left is interesting, but no, I, I agree with you. The matchup is is Dumfries and Jedi. That's gonna be insane. Yeah. Also, I mean, I wonder, assuming Sargent is fit, how he does against uh, the big boys in the back. Honestly, I think Sargent does well. He's going to have to be clever. You know, he's, he hasn't faced. What are, what are you wondering? <laughs> can he, can he, can he, first off, can he have great hold-up play like he's had the whole tournament against yeah. much better center backs? World-class center backs, yes. Big yeah. verge. But hey, I, I've been impressed. I think it's yeah. people- he, he drops off. He's a lazy defender on Netherlands. He doesn't play how he plays for Liverpool, if you haven't watched. It's different. I mean, he drops off on Liverpool, too. It's just no, like, his timing is always good. He's like a sweeper. It's insane on Netherlands. That's probably, that's, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how Louis wants him to play, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope he doesn't hear this. But, yeah, he plays. I, <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this, either. <laughs> He's way he better. All of our great insight. He's yeah. spooky on Netherlands. It's, it's a bit weird how he plays. I agree with all of you guys on that matchup. I think that's a fascinating one. Just to throw in another one, as a whole, I'm very excited to see the midfield battle because I think our midfield has been very, very good. Um, and although it's like a Frankie likes to sit off and kind of be that deep line playmaker, get the ball from the center backs and stuff. So Adams, I'm not sure how much there will be one-on-one action, but considering, you know, in our counter press, that's an interesting matchup. I'm I'm really looking to see is like them trying to build out with our counter press in the midfield. I Another think- one for me would be Wea and Ake. Because I think I mean because Ake's you know plays more what like kind of like a speedy like third center back. So yeah. like that'll be that'll be fun and interesting to see if Wea can like take him on, which he should. Because I think we're getting Should. we got too cute against Iran a few times on the counter where it's just like put the ball in frame. Just hit the ball. That's yeah, what bothers just, me. Yeah, or just I, get it into that dangerous area between yeah. the defender and the keeper. Like that's the thing I think the our one that, forwards haven't done well enough is getting the in one those that areas. stuck out was the one where it was literally Pulisic, Sargent, and Wea. And Wea and Sargent played off each other like twice and it was beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Wea needs to take one touch and hit the ball. He tried to play it back to the middle, whereas one defender with three, which I understand, but put it on frame. Hey, the goalie punches it, you know, to the other side. Pulisic is sitting right there, right? Like, it's just frustrating. We don't have to be cute. Just put the ball on frame, put it in the goal. Bothers me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I think we I think we exist really – would you guys agree that we exist better as an underdog team? And so I think we play better in these situations where, like, we have to go for it. We have to go at them. That's yeah. that's why I think the Netherlands matchup is perfect because I think the general public and general consensus is we're underdogs. That midfield, that three, they don't feel like underdogs. They're ready to go. Like yeah, they, they're, they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that it's a game for a Musa and it's a game for a late Reina who can carry through those spaces they get so stretched. There's so much space. If Fra- if Frankie's not running, there's so much space against the Netherlands. It's I don't think it's any different than the England game. In all honesty, I think it's, I think it's the it's a similar title, right? It's a similar and and then it's like the sequel's never as good as the the original. You know, like Netherlands is not as good as England, in my opinion. 
No, no, they don't have not. the quality. But they it's don't a have the similar quality. feel. It's like the same type of matchup. And then it's mm-hmm. like, it's not as good as the original. I don't want to jinx anything, but. Question. We'll see. Is there any midfield in this World Cup that's been better than the U.S.? Over three games. Hmm. <laughs> Bruno, Brazil. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. Yeah. Brazil and part of Portugal. Yeah. I would say I, it's a good Bruno question. I put. And Portugal can't figure out their other two midfielders, but they, for mo- they've been, yeah, consistent. It takes a lot for Wags to say that too, you know? Consistency-wise, no, because Portugal is, is inconsistent. And, yeah, I mean, I guess Brazil is unbelievable. So Not, ex- not based off points, but I would say um, Uruguay, just for Valverde. I mean, he's been fantastic. Valverde he's had a great tournament, but they've been Valverde's standalone has been insane. Oh, they've been they've yeah. been subpar, but I thought I mean I think their midfield is not I don't know. I think I still take USA over it, but they I think if you had to put like a contention, they're they're there. Hmm. I'll tell you who I'm not putting in front of them, and that's Belgium. <laughs> and I think that's a great segue. We're going to go into our, our final farewells. We're going to give our swan songs to those teams that did not uh, make it past the group stage. And we're going we're gonna to start off with Jack again. What a transition. <laughs> Are you going to play sad music behind this? We should, yeah. We're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try. These, these get edited quick and get out there. But, yeah, yeah I mean – Jack, tell us a little bit about uh, your swan song and the team you'll be talking about today. <laughs> that was gorgeous. Sad puppies come up. That was gorgeous. <laughs> All right. The golden era is over. And Ooh. I am and I am thrilled with it. Thrilled. <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, I can't say thrilled. You know, there's so much there's a bunch of talent, but it just never panned out. <laughs> I just, we have to throw our T's and P's for Romelu, and he, he might be hanging him off. My bad. I don't have anything to say to Romelu. I like it's it's very sad to see how it went out because again, I don't want to see a guy like Big Rome have what happened to him yesterday. I mean, it was it was something else. Missing four sitters, sitters, and but the thing, you know, to kind of wrap up the whole Belgium, you know, era, they got very whiny at the end especially like the internal stuff and De Bruyne coming out and early on and just saying we're too old like why would you say that like with the talent you have but also too you watch when you watch the games I don't feel bad for them just for the fact that they didn't work hard if you watch like a lot of their games they thought they were just better than everybody in the group they thought they were going to have a walkthrough and I don't respect teams that think they're you know, a walkthrough team. And we watched it yesterday, Japan taking the group. Japan runs their ass off all game long where you have teams like Belgium, you have team, you know, other teams. I think Uruguay's in the same sense of they think they can walk through games because they have better talent. And uh, they're going to learn today. I don't respect they're gonna it. They're going to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> Uruguay's going to learn today. I just, uh, yeah. I'm Again, I don't feel bad. I'm kind of excited to see what Morocco can do out of that group now. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'm excited to see the turnover in Belgium. Right. I'm gonna see who they bring in at again, I don't know the talent that's coming out, but like New coach center too. backs are gone. Center backs are gone. You know, Definitely. you're not gonna have Vitzel in the middle. You're center backs have... you'll have Kurt, you'll have oh, Courtois. Yeah. You'll have Courtois for yeah. for and he was actually the one like not even that bright, but he was he was the one thing that you could say like okay he's playing his level. 
but you're not going to yeah. have Hazard. You know, Probably maybe not. are you going to have him in Euros though? Is it is the maybe we'll see not his over his is two years away? But yeah, I don't know with his career with it. his career path. Who knows, man? He could be playing third that's division. Not, he could be playing it, in the U.S. He could be playing in USL in like a yeah. year. I have no idea. USL is not there. There's no way. There's a McDonald's in every country, in every city across the world. Hazard yeah. is not there in four years. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> Next Disrespectful. around the corner, she feels so bad. <laughs> Jack, to give them, to give yeah. Belgium a, a wrap up, I just want you know a phrase, a word, or a sentence to to say goodbye. Oh God. Um. I you can do I, it. You can do it. I don't. I don't know if I have. It's the any. first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. I just go, yeah, and that, that's it. Empty. That's yeah. Yeah. That, that wraps up Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> You're, so You're a disappointment. You're a disappointment. disappointment. Maybe, yeah. maybe every, everything that glitters isn't gold, you know. So goodbye yeah. to the generation. Mm. Well oh, I do. I Wax do have is good something. at that. Huh? I do Very have nice. something. Just real quick, I, I want to see something different. And if you look at the World Cup in the past, right, it's always Brazil, Argentina, or like whatever, like from years past in Germany. I want to see somebody different, and Belgium should have been that different team. Yep. Right? That won a big, you know, tournament. Yep. And should have. You suck. You pissed me off. They didn't even make it to a final, <laughs> did they? They didn't even make it to a final. It would have been still Mine a success if they made it to a final because, you know, yeah. anything can happen. But to get there, crazy. Yeah. Um, Glitters is not gold. So Sean did not answer us which team he wanted to take. So what's still left on the board? is Canada and Denmark. Oh, Germany is not an option? Cool. No, I took uh, Germany. You you missed that one. Canada, Denmark. Win. All right, I'm going to go with Denmark because I'm uh, basically Danish these days with my teammates I'm with every day. Still like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, get my passport soon. Uh, it's that theme you just brought up, and I think it's with every team, including the others that you guys are probably going to speak about. You can't get by in this tournament by just, like, existing like you have to give everything every game. You saw with Argentina against Saudi Arabia. They were boring. They didn't give all. Yes, they had chances to score, but they lost. There was a much different team that game than the one we saw in their last game. Um, and I think Denmark the same way. Like in the Euros, they had all this. They had also had a ton of confidence and they were just kind of rolling with it. But they were all over the place, running so much. And this whole World Cup, they seemed like they just didn't give a shit. Like... This is, this is from an outside perspective and from the Danish people. They also say, yeah, this. I was going to ask, like, what was their feeling? Like, they, they're, they're, they're like, they deserve to be knocked out because they didn't yeah. care. Like they didn't that last game against Australia. They're not running. Like, yeah, was how insane. can you how not be giving possible, anything, everything on the field? No, I don't get that. There's no There's effort. And they no were, words. they were so pissed there. I mean, even before the tournament, they said, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they don't go that far because they're really not that good. But at least show some effort. And they didn't even do that. So it's disappointing. I also had them. That was my little second team outside of the U.S. And, yeah, they just didn't show up. And they did, it seemed like they didn't care. They just give the ball to Erickson and hope that he does something. But Yeah, man. It was really weird. In qualification and the yeah. friendlies, like, we could all see they, they tactically were super flexible. They frustrated teams. They beat France the last two times they played them. Yeah, And then you come here and it's it's – it lacks the inventiveness. It lacks a killer ball. It lacks transition energy. speed. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, okay, we won the ball. Let's get into the third. 
okay, let's pass it around, you know, shoddy cross, mm-hmm. ball gets played out, and then it's like, let's try that again. It just yeah. it didn't make sense what they were trying to do over and over again. It was disgusting, man. Like it uh disappointing. Very yeah. disappointing. Yeah. And it was a, a lot of people's dark horse. Them and a lot, yeah. 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 Wasn't mine. They were compared to Turkey from the Euros, which everyone had making yeah. through the group and just crash and burn. <laughs> so there you my, go. Yeah, my dark horse topped the group just four years too late. Who, who is yeah. it? Oh, okay, just four yeah. years too late. <laughs> <laughs> very, very. Fair enough. Um, so besides disappointing, Sean, can you give us a little last phrase, last sentence wrap up on, on the Danish? Yeah, just it's just a lack of effort. And they uh, they let the Danish people down, and as wow. part Danish these days, you know I'm disappointed too. You let like Daddy just, down just to see the the three Danish guys just like disappointed. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? You're playing Australia and you're not running. You know, you're not pressing. Like, what what is going on here? And didn't make didn't make yeah, much sense. it's crazy. And that's crazy how the watch. Danish crumbles. And that's how yeah. the Danish crumbles. Exactly. Danish crumbles. Um. <laughs> Wags, I'm kind of excited for you to, to end it. So I'll take us next. And I'm going with Deutschland, Germany. Um, I haven't read them yet, but I'm sure the tabloids are going crazy today. And mm. just the amount of disappointment. And overall, like, yeah, it is a bit of a tough group. Spain is a great team. Japan um, maybe didn't get the respect they deserve, but Japan is Japan. And I think... They've always kind of had this culture and this philosophy and work ethic around them. So that was never going to be an easy game. But to not get out of the group two World Cups in a row, uh, have a new coach in Hansi Flick who's won everything, to have basically the Bayern Munich team along with stars, along with, you know, up-and-coming guys like Musiala with a little more strength in the back with Rudiger, that's probably a lot of the reason or a lot of the things that let them down was – Again, like all Hansi Flick's teams, they are susceptible on the counter. And this happened and this, I'm sure you'll read about it. I'm sure there will be another Das reboot where everything kind of goes into how can we prevent the counters and everything. German football and culture will take a beating for the next years. But I ultimately saw a lot of still bright signs. I think there's still going to be a major uphaul, especially in attacking players. I mean, who's going to be their next World Cup? Muller won't be there. Um, Gnabry's getting up there in terms of age. Sané will probably still be there. Musiala is the future. So there's one very bright spot I think they can kind of leave their head on. Kimmich will be there a bit, although I thought he had a pretty disappointing tournament as well. Overall, no one will say that, but Kimmich was poor. No, he, he didn't play up to yeah. his level. I think he is regarded. And I mean, he played a little bit right back too. I think he prefers to play center back or center mid. Sorry. Um, he is regarded as a top five center defensive mid in the world. And he did. He, I don't think he, he brought that to, to Germany. So another one, I think underperformed to, to kind of wrap it up. They definitely underperformed. I don't think the panic that German football is done. I just don't agree with. I think they need to reorganize a little bit and develop more players in the back. And I think Hansi Flick should stay on. I think he's signed onto the Euro. So we'll see, but I think they'll have a bit of a bounce. I think they'll have a bit of a bounce back. I think that 
let's just say, let's just say they, I think they could win the Euros two years. I think they could win the they Euros, get, you know, yeah. Why, but, you know, why not? It could be like the last hurrah for Mueller or whoever. But no, the defense no, needs, the defense no, needs to improve. Neuer was very good, to be honest with you. Besides, that's last goal was kind of against Costa Rica was a bit of a. Neuer was good. He had I the worst, Neuer was very was the worst very good. In the tur- he had the worst XG turnover in the tournament. Okay, like, fair enough. Still- but he's still. I mean, I guess that is Neuer though. Is like he's gonna make five yeah. saves that save a goal, but he's also gonna do. So Germany doesn't that. need that. Germany just needs a guy that's old. Stegen. Yeah. Stegen, yeah, but that'll never that'll never happen until Neuer retires. So it we'll see where we'll see where they go. But I think the defense needs a bit of a uh, revamp for sure. Also, also, also going forward. Honestly, I they I do not think they will win the Euros. I think they're in a transition <laughs> stage at this point. But they have the players, though. Like they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're talking about really good wingers, when you have Sane, when you have Gnabry, when you have guys like this, I mean Havertz. Havertz, yeah, you have Mukoko who's coming up. Did I just butcher that pronunciation? No, I think yeah. so. But also, I think with Germany this tournament, you saw it <laughs> the first weird. half yesterday. They they brought so much energy for the yeah. first thirty minutes, and then it but, kind of fell off. And then it fell off, and they didn't yeah. do that once in any game. And you know, it's it, too bad. It doesn't. A lot maybe could have been German if he had stayed or didn't make it first <laughs> away when he moved to Dortmund. They missed that. But then they win the World Cup. I mean, yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> I. Ugh. All right. Well, yeah, same. Well, I don't. Know. What's I don't your know. final words, Dale? Yeah, Dale. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Un- underperformed. Um, but Musiala is the future, and there's no need to completely panic. That's wow. that's it. No, we need, a click, we need a clickbait line. We need a clickbait yeah, line. Musiala is the future. Musiala sure. saves Germany. The Musiala saves up. Germany for the next yeah. ten years. We're going to make newspaper headlines for each of these farewells. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know where we're going, and it's it's Wagsy. Be nice. No, I will. I will. I, I yeah. There is there is some proper send-offs in order, for sure. Because the way that the Mexican fan base and people attacked David Luis after the Raul injury, I firmly agreed with that. So I have no qualms with the fan mm-hmm. base or or the domestic league or any of that. I just, I mean, it's, it's, uh, what's that booby miles? It's like, you know, nah, man, hype, hype ain't real. Like what, what is the quote, Jack? Give me the booby miles quote on, on Friday night lights. Like Mexico's <laughs> just hype. Sean, Sean is also our Jamie where he's just gonna, he's already looking it up. Yeah. Like, like give me the booby miles quote on hype. Cause that'll be yeah. the end. That'll be the parting sentence here. It's, it's been hype with Mexico. I mean, last World Cup, yeah, they had a huge result. It was it was shocking. Like, it was more of a huge upset than it was an Ochoa standing on his head. So I think that there was just neglect. Uh, Tata is is putrid. I think he makes me be thankful for Greg. And that doesn't happen often. He's gone too, right? He's gone, isn't he? Gone. I, I thought that quote was funny. You know, my, my contract ended the, the moment they blew the whistle. <laughs> and um, it did. Same they, had this, Martinez. they had this little mini golden generation coming up in the domestic league and the Liga MX killed them. Um, you guys don't even know. There's a couple strikers like uh, Juan Jose or Jose Juan Macias. This guy was supposed to go to Sevilla, like Sevilla on a huge deal. And 
he just gets killed and he's on Chivas now and he doesn't even start. Same thing happened with Vega. Vega should have left three, four, like after last World Cup when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariel Antuna ended up staying on Monter. I don't even know where he is now. It's just the way the way their League MX works is it, it's kind of how the old MLS was. Is hold on to all your assets. We want our league to be better. And we're going to sell them one, two, three, four years too late. Um, where you look at that original Mexican team, how early did Carlos Vela get sold? How young was Chicharito when he came to Man U? Like these, they even tried to do it with Ochoa. They tried to get him out. Um, and then he ended up coming back. But I just think that uh, there's there's a lot to fix in, in Mexico. Um, obviously, the talent pool is there, but they, they got a lot to do in, in three years' time. Obviously, qualifying will be somewhat easy for them so parting sentence um i guess i'll go with two um ochoa you've been a hero for me yeah that's a salute to ochoa i think it was fifa oh eight oh seven or oh eight for ochoa and he was just ridiculous um ever since then he's been a goalkeeping icon for me and then the newspaper headline will be uh I'll try to get the pronunciation right, but alma tiempo, buena cara. It means in bad times, chin up. Okay, Mexico, chin up. Wow. You're gonna be fine. Fair like enough. Multilingual Wagsy. And I think headline. we end. I think we end it right there. Wags, well done. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands that make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos. Those are great, but more importantly, amazing content for any dream chasers out there. Plug, plug, pass. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mother, your brother, your sister, your pastor. It doesn't matter who. Tell the mailman, your dog, anybody that can listen. Like, subscribe, review, because all of that helps while you're there. We'll take whatever we can get to join the club. Join the club. He messed me up. I mean, he can just, he can just mash it together, so it's fine. (laughs) 